Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 797. And today we're diving again into the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. We're going to be looking at the second eon, which is keynoted the flowering and the fall. And this is how uh, Richard Rudd um, is kind of explaining these eras, right, of uh, evolution in this planet. Because that's mainly what he's focusing on uh, with these eons that he's talking about. Um, however, he's giving it the wrong names. He's identifying them in connection with Lemuria and Atlantis and Hyperborea and all of that stuff. And uh, he's probably uh, picked up that from you know some of the Eastern traditions. Uh, but when you really look in, and dive into many different, not only traditions, but uh, uh, ancient scripts and um, ancient archaeology, and you follow, you, you follow the trails and you also look into channeling and many of the things that uh, a lot of um, uh, recent um, people have, uh, you know, st- scholars have been coming up with, uh, these are not, co- co- you know, they're not the, the same thing. You know, so we're going to be looking into what he's talking about in regards to the planet. And we're also going to be talking about what he's talking about in regards to the names that he chooses to give to these eras, right? Which he calls it the root races. But they're neither uh, root, neither races. Because uh, um, when we're talking about races, and there are races that fall within these eons and these eras. And we're going to be talking about that. Um, they're not the relationship that he's giving it. Because yesterday we talked about in terms of if we're going to be talking about this um, eons of evolution in terms of how he's referring in regards to you know, how the, the spirit embodied all the elements of physicality and how it actually happened, what was evolution, what is evolution, how it's happening simultaneously, and what's the nature of time. If you want to learn about all of that stuff, um, check out yesterday and the day um, the day before the podcast from a couple of days before, and, and we, we dive into all of that there, um, you know, filling into all the blanks that um, big chunks of, of history that um, um, that is he's not addressing. Now I don't know if he's gonna continue addressing it in the next. You know, he's gonna dive more into that later, and we'll find out in the in the upcoming episodes. But it's important that we define all of these aspects. How and and again, all of this stuff is philosophy. This is data. This is information. This is my own research. My own putting all the pieces together. Right. And, and and everybody's got their own uh, research or their own way of putting things together or not putting them together. And um, what's important is that you take this information and um, have your own contemplation, do your own research, put your own pieces together so that it makes sense to you. If this makes sense to you, um, I've researched a lot of different um, information in order to put it all together like this. Then use it. Use it in your contemplations. Because ultimately, the only true way to know about all of this stuff, because we're talking about, you know, times and eons in the past, right, is to activate your ability to access the Akash, the, the reservoir, the library of the universe, right, or the multiverse, where all information is stored, past, present, and future, and you get your own download directly out of your contemplation, and you have your own metaphysical experience. It's not going to be physical, uh, because you're, you're, you know, in order for that to become a physical experience, you would have to be an ascended master. But uh, a metaphysical experience is as powerful and sometimes even more powerful than physical experience. We are after physical and metaphysical experiences, meaning, and I always talk about this, you contemplate information, contemplate data, contemplate these philosophies, right? Which are just words. They don't mean anything. They are not truth. And and we, and then because of your contemplation, you're going to, uh, you know, have a matching frequency with a certain area of 
the uh, the Akash, the grand ocean of information, God, if you want to call it, right? And download what's relevant to you because as we have that ability to connect, we are um, connecting with all our simultaneous timelines and lifetimes. Timelines meaning parallel universes, lifetimes meaning past and present lifetimes. And so when we do that, we are in in that we are capable of um, we're capable of of syncing with um, our our experiences. And here here's what, what really gets interesting: our experiences in all of these lifetimes that we are having right now. And we've been out there in Lemuria and Atlantis and Hyperborea and in other star systems and within this solar system before the destruction of Tiamat, right? What we call this the asteroid belt. And how did we got here? And all of these, you know, little pieces of the puzzle that we're putting together, how it all eventually comes all the way to where we are right now. And then you're going to download what was your experience because because you know the kind of references that we get from you know people that remember their lives in atlantis and lemuria and all that stuff it's related to where they were and they could have been in another part of the world where something else was happening in a different part of the world and so the kind of memories that they remember um they're very different than somebody else right and so it, this is when people start getting into, you know, arguing and, oh, it was like this. No, it was like that. No, this is the way it is. It is, <laughs> for the most part, uh, there's a lot of bullshit out there, but for the most part, it is all over the place because everybody's got a different experience or different experiences. And they could even be diametrically opposing, particularly if they went in different factions. You know, no, this is what we were about. No, this is what we were about. And this is what happened. No, that's what happened. And so that is of no use. What's important is that you use this information, this data, so that you can get your own download that's going to be relevant to the work that we're doing here because all that we are and all that we're dealing with in our life right now, our what we call our shadows here in the Jinkies lingo, right? It's all, um, it, it all comes to life in the first 21 years as we take, you know, take possession of this bio machine, this body we are riding in this reality and uh, take command of it, sort of. Nobody really has command of this except Ascended Masters, right? They're mostly been ridden by you are the horse and the personality is the one that's riding you. And that's what we're dealing with in this reality. But... Uh, the, the challenges and, and the specific work that we're going to be doing and, and understanding and, and attempting to understand for the most part, it's all encoded in those 20, 21 years. But those th that information, it is throughout time and space, also our experiences in all of these simultaneous lifetimes in the past and the future. And so when you have these contemplations and you truly start downloading, allowing yourself to download, because this is another thing, because we have been so programmed to believe that, um, that there's a certain boundaries to what's real and what's not. And, and a lot of that is useful because people go off the, 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 you know, the deep end on, on head trips that eventually make them insane. Right, so it's very important to have your foundation on grounded in in your place in the universe right now, and but simultaneously allowing your your ability to perceive the infinite, and that's what we have because we have the ability to position our attention anywhere on anything. This is why we have you know a whole industry of fantasy and and you know sci-fi and all of that stuff and people coming up with stuff where does that stuff comes comes up from right we ask every time you ask a writer where do you get your ideas they say well i don't know they just come they they're coming from all of your simultaneous lifetimes or you're tapping into an area of the multiverse we usually don't have access to stuff that we don't understand so even in the akash you're gonna have access to your experiences in all of these simultaneous lifetimes this is what we're after having your own contemplation and then you're gonna get your own understanding of this use and and discard 
whatever I'm going to say or I'm, I'm, I'm saying because that's what's important here for you to make your own mind about what's going on. And a lot of this stuff that we're kind of talking about here is is uh, it's great. Um, um, it makes for a great story. But it's, uh, for the most part, it's not really relevant um, to what we're doing here, except uh, when we're dealing with our karma, right? And a lot of this work that we're doing here does have to do with shit that keeps happening in your life. And, and there's no really any linkage to in, in, in this life. So if we sometimes, I do, I'm not very much a proponent of going past life regression, so all of that stuff, because you get lost in that kind of stuff and it's not useful for, for being here. But every now and then it helps us, it gives us a kind of like a hint of information about why things are the way they are. And, and where right now we're just evaluating at a, you know, on a broad scale, the entire picture. How the fuck did we end up here as a civilization? Why are we going through what we're going? And everything is this cycle. So if we do understand the nature of these cycles, we're going to have a better understanding of what's going on here. So before we dive into all of that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jink is in the center. Click on that one. That will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here, the work we're doing here is our spiritual work is learning how to integrate all of these separated parts of ourselves that because of our experience in physicality, we have been fractured. We come whole from the source, from God, you know, that's M voice into the exploration of the infinite, right? We are the light of creation, the infinite shards of the light of creation. We are the, the, um, the scouts into the unknown, right? And our job is to experience, to, to live life, right? Because only through living life will we know and that knowledge gets in included into everything that God is, right? And But as we come down to physicality, the, um, the reality here, a reality in quotes, right? Reality here is... is um, it's so real or so apparently real, even though when we look at the, the subatomic structure of matter, there's actually more space than matter. So there's really the stuff that we think is here is not really, really here. Um, and when we when we have this experience, it's so real, in quotes, that we have gotten stuck. We're stuck because our experiences and we have when we have had all those experiences in wars and torture and atrocities beyond, you know, our capability to comprehend right now for some people. Yes, but so intense the experience and the suffering and the pain and the challenges that has have broken us, fractured our perception of who we are. And because we're writing these biomachines, this body mind consciousnesses and these bodies that we have in this reality as like our horses or vehicles right uh, we we have gotten confused about who we are and we think we're the with we're the bio machine so because it's incredibly advanced bio machine that has the ability to believe it's 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 its own thing so uh, for the most part most people live in the illusion that they are their bodies or their minds right but there were none <clears throat> What we are <clears throat> is the positioner of the attention and the recorder of the electromagnetic frequency experience of this reality, which we call the soul, right? Soul and the positioner, the will of God, right? The free will of God that we have. This is our superpower. That's what we are. We don't have memory. We don't have objective. We don't have opinions, beliefs. We don't have past or future. We don't have none of that stuff. We're just always in the present. And we can only position our attention on one thing at a time. It could be this incredibly vast, endless, epic thing. If you contemplate, you know, the entire of God, that's one thing, right? But in order to get that, you need to understand all the elements that comprise that. 
and that's what we are. And then the personality has all these ideas of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm my name, I'm Epifanio, or I'm Joe, or I'm, you know, Mary, or whatever. And I come from this family, from this lineage, from the blah, blah, blah. You know, I am this, I am that. And I'm an engineer, I'm a scuba diver, or, you know, I'm, I'm angry, or I'm sad, or I am moody, or I'm... All of those things, we are none of that. That is what the personality is. That is the nature of the game we're playing. It's an adventure. We chose this in order to become this character in this game, this video game that we're playing in this reality, right? And so um, we're using this tool, these jinkies, to clear out all these misunderstandings of reality, to um, uh, heal all of these um, 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 kind of fissures that we have, this, this, uh, that we have become um, um, fractured, Right by our misunderstanding of reality and by by our identification with the body, and so um, the way Richard Rod goes about this on his jinkies, I go in a very different way. And lately, more lately in the last you know fifty episodes or so, I've I've kind of like realized after almost going through the entire book what he's doing here, and he identifies our journey with the body, but uh, that is going backwards. Um, the body comes after the soul. The, the first is God and then is the body. And so the body follows as we evolve our ability to perceive and position our attention, perceive, you know, the infinite and, and then position our attention in the infinite, right? Yes, we are as a civilization, as an individual and as a civilization, we are prepping and, and, and kind of upgrading this bio machine so that it can actually handle uh, the full of, of God, the all full of all of consciousness, right? And so we have this um, journey through this. We have this 64 different entry points into this information, right? Because remember, all of this is this is a tool. This jinkies is data. This is not truth, right? This is definitely not wisdom, right? It is just information. And so, um, so we use this tool to position our attention. And the work that we do here is seal these fractures, right? We call them shadows. They call them misunderstandings of reality. It's, it is literally fear. So we have 64 different names for fear. And we go through all of them. And one at one point, we're going to have that access and realize that they're all interconnected. That's why it's called hologenetic. Because it's connected to the DNA. Our consciousness is the blueprint of reality from that eventually as we go into this uh, involution uh, created these biomachines that have a genetic composition, right? That responds to the commands of the of the kind of like the structure that it, it has a it has a, a code, right? An information um, uh, in, in instruction that that makes it function a certain way, right? And so we have all the information there. We just need to open it, and that's why we're using these gene keys. And when we open it, we start this journey of what we call the gift or what, you know, what it is, love. And we have 64 different names for love. And then once we've done that work, then the personality dissolves. It becomes its true purpose. And what is its true purpose? To house God. This, it is the temple of God, right? And then at that point, we, we are no longer uh, burdened by all of these, I am this and I am that. And you are what we are, who I am, who you are, who, who the is, is. <laughs> it is, um, it just is, right? And it is constantly becoming. It is, it is an expansion that has a knows no end. So it is... I am becoming that which I am becoming for eternity, right? So how could you be this when you are that which is becoming for all eternity? You can't. You, only when we limit ourselves to I am this, that's when we get stuck in our little boxes. And that's what this entire reality is, a box of, 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 of limitation, right? For the purpose of having this specific adventure, right? This game we're playing here. So there's nothing wrong with it, except now the horse is riding you instead of you riding the horse. And that's why we're using this tool. And eventually, as we get to that point where the personality, you know, becomes the proper vehicle, then there's no personality. You are no longer entangled with this personality. And, and we return back to source. And we go through what's called the divine gift, the city. And these are the three elements of every jinky out of the 64. We're going through the entire 64 here on this podcast. 
Richard Rod has created a, a tool, a very useful tool called the Hologenetic Profile. When you're on episode 256, look for this link that says click here to get your own free personalized Hologenetic Profile. Click on that one. That'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your map. It has 11 Jinkies. And it's this map that looks kind of like geometrical with circles and lines and numbers and words. And when you use and, and then you can learn how to use on that page, there's everything to learn how to use this um, this hologenetic profile. This is how we get this journey started. There's an index, there's charts, there's a video, there's more resources that you can get at the Jinkies website. All of that is there. If you want to learn more about uh, Planet Homemaking, Pearl Planet, Join TV, the pioneers of the Great Car Awakening, Who Am I? All of that stuff, click on the About tab and that'll take you to episode one. Listen to that episode, even though it's a little dated by now because we did that three years ago, almost three years ago. Um, our brand here is, our, our, the goal here is because we're at, at the end of the Kali Yuga, this great cycle of the Dark Ages, right? We're about to transform and what Richard Rock calls the Great Change. We're in the midst of the Great Change, which is a, con- a transformation in consciousness, a different perception of time. And this is how we're evolving to a new reality, through a different perception of time. Because we're through it, um, the personality, it's not just your, your individual as you are within, within your own VO bio machine and, and having your own struggle and challenge with it. Um, that creates an electromagnetic frequency that uh, because it's in the shadow, it's in the misunderstanding, it's in the not knowing, it's ignorant, right? It is fueling, because everything is energy, right? Everything is energy, Um it's fueling this, what we call this world shadow, which is a world misunderstanding of reality, a consequence of our own mis- internal misunderstanding of reality. And so it's a mess right now at, at a global scale. Everything that you think is real is not. The world is fake. I mean, the world, not the, the earth, but the, 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 the social structure that we have in this reality is a fake social structure. is built on lies at, at its most basic level and... The only thing that's real here is you and your interactions with, with your your people around you, and to that to a certain degree, because we have to deal with our own inner shadows, and then your creations become, before they get absorbed by these what I call the hierarchical matrix system. It is um, it is collapsing because the attention is shifting. Everything is um, the greatest currency of the universe is not time. It is definitely not money. It is attention. And so because people are moving their attention from that fake world into uh, different possibilities, right? The, it's no longer having its foundation is being taken from underneath and the house of cards is falling apart. People are picking behind that, that, you know, Wizard of Oz curtain of the big and mighty Oz, you know, that controls everything and realize that it's a dude with the back with, you know, <laughs> moving levers, you know, and it's it's just, you know, it, it's not, there's no Wizard of Oz here. There's no Matrix. You're all the big bads out there, you know, controlling the financial system and the fucking, you know, um, pharmaceutical company and the economic and the education and, you know, corporations, all oh, the corporations. You realize that they are surviving there. They don't have power. The power comes from us. The corporations collapse when we stop buying their shit. The education system collapsed when the children stopped going to these fucking schools where they're teaching them a bunch of bullshit that they doesn't serve for their lives because the purpose of the education system in the world is to create cogs in a machine so that they can function within a very a limited box of reality, right? Nobody wants to be part of that. We are subdued to be uh, through kind of like broke as we grow as ch- as children and turn into these, you know, uh, cogs, and, and so those of us who manage to get through the, you know, you know, escape that, and 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 and, and not be completely mind fucked, um, then now we're standing up and kind of saying, hey, there's another way here. How about freedom? How about we are, you know, we are not, we don't want to play that game that you know the world is playing, which is a lie, right? And, and so all of these structures are collapsing. And because they're collapsing, it's chaos. And chaos means that even, and just like with everything in life, we have to make decisions in our lives, in our physical world, that um, at its very core um, affect our, not, not just our health or sanity, which is incredibly basic, 
but our life, our, our literal our ability to continue to physically live in these biomachines, it's threatened right now. And it's always been threatened, you know, one way or another, because we've been through the dark ages, you know, back in the day, in, you know, feudal times, which is not like we're not in feudal times. It's just as a different branding. But um, people would die. The value of life was very low. The expectation of life was very low. But where we are right now here is that the power of um, propaganda has reached its zenith. It has become uh, an incredibly advanced technology that has reached a point where you cannot differentiate the truth from lies anymore uh, uh, just at a glance. So in order for us to truly be able to differentiate the truth and the lies of the world, we need to have a powerful internal connection. And not only that, because even people with that spiritual work, they still get bamboozled like Richard Rod, you know, taking this bio vaccine when, you know, uh, you know, he's supposed to be talking about the jinkies, but now he's injecting with a, himself with the mRNA vaccine. Why? Because everybody's doing it. How could he be wrong? So it's not just that. It needs to go beyond that. And, and, and we need to become focused and attention and attentive and pay attention to what's going on in the world of physical level and look for incongruences and find out that there is an order to the universe and there is an order to our society and nothing happens haphazardly. There is no mistake. There is no, oh, well, people are starving because, you know, we have social inequality or, or there's people dying in, in, in all of the world because of this and that because we don't know what are we doing. No, it's by design. Literally by design, when you actually follow the money, this, is, this will take you always to. That's why accountants are incredible, you know, when you actually follow the money, these are the, the trails that will actually show you at a physical level what the fuck is actually going on. And it is happening. And so it's incredibly important that we learn how to make decisions while this great change is happening. And these decisions are going to challenge every single belief that, that you hold as real. To the foundation of, you know, your government is here to protect you. It's been infiltrated by criminals. The entire world is under a worldwide economic coup d'etat. The Bank of International Settlements and the, you know, the World Trade Organization, World Trade Bank, all of these organizations, they are not interested in the growth of, of and, and the, you know, um, flourishing of our civilization they have a different agenda when you understand their agenda you understand why there's poverty you understand why there's hunger you understand why there's sickness all over the world because we already have incredible technologies that haven't been released because they don't fit within this agenda and also we need to also not be victims because one of the things that people a lot of people experience once they realize the truth of what's actually fucking going on here, <clears throat> they freak out and they become victims of the government, the victims of the Illuminati, victims. We are not fucking victims. These people don't have a connection to the source because they've severed it because they've become cannibal, cannibals. They, they literally feed off other people. They need our energy. They need our attention. They need our belief in whatever they're creating. And whatever they're creating is the consequence of us falling asleep, driving on the, on the, on the wheel, on the car. We gave our power away to others and now they've done, they've destroyed the house with, with, with our power. When we reclaim that attention and say, fuck that, I'm not going to believe none of that bullshit. And I'm going to make decisions in my life that give me, put me in a different timeline on, onwards to a, towards a completely different future. The more people do that, this structure collapse. And you don't even need to convince anybody about doing that. The moment you move your attention, you are already on a different parallel universe. On a different timeline. And this is something else that also happens in this new age movement and this new awakening movement. Oh, we need, we need to convince everybody about this shit. No, we don't. The reason I'm doing this is because I, I would have loved, and I did, I got told, you know, I got information and I realized it, so I'm passing it along. You know, I, it's, it's love. 
This is what brothers and sisters do to each other. You, you need, you have bread, you know, if you understand, you don't turn your right here because there's, you know, there's a, the, the bridge is, is broken and you're going to fall, you know. It's common sense. This is just humanity. You know, this is what we are. We're just passing the information. Hey, do, do, don't inject yourself with that mRNA vaccine because, you know, who fucking knows what's in it? People are dying out of it. But I'm not seeing it on the news. Yes, of course, because the news are not news. They are a propaganda machine that has reached a level of mind control. What are you going to do? You're going to go into the underground to find these news, these, these sources of information. And then you're going to find another mess because there's a, an underground psyop going on with a lot of bullshit on the underground. It's a very nasty place. So it's, it, this is where we have to stick together and pass the good stuff around. And this is the reason for all of this brand. This is why we're doing this, passing the best type of information that we have, that we find. And, and helping people make their own decisions. You want to be living in this fake system? Go ahead. But you've been, you, the information reached you and you made a decision. And that's what's important, that people make decisions with all the pieces of information at hand. Not that one-sided information like we were having, we're having right now. Finally, um, Tucker Carlson is actually going to interview Vladimir Putin from Russia. And we're actually going to get the other side of the story of what's actually happening in Ukraine. When we've been, for the last two, three years, we've been indoctrinated and, and you know, like hammer on the head. This is the way. Putin is bad. You know, Zelensky is good. Give him billions and billions and billions of dollars. And where is that money going? And then you find all these equipment and military equipment being sold in, in, in the dark web. The same stuff we send them. Who's making the money? Follow the money. Find out what's going on. And this is just very basic physical stuff. You might not want to be interested in physical stuff. But when it comes to your life, to your children, to your family, to your work, to where you live, to the decisions that are affecting your food, your air, right? This is where it's fucking important. Because now it's affecting your physical Experience your ability to continue to live in order to have your own spiritual growth. We cannot grow in this reality spiritually if we don't have a fucking body. When the body dies, you go back and you're going to come back again. So most important is to protect this physical life that we have so that we can continue to play this game and grow and evolve and have an adventure and have a, have a, have a, have a blast. That's why we're here. We're here to have fun. And, you know, the definition of fun, it has this huge, you know, gamut of like, you know, we are a bit extre extremist, you know, in order to choose this kind of, you know, fun, <laughs> coming to be in the midst of these, you know, psyop, worldwide psyop, that's fun for us because we are the children of God, right? And so <laughs> here we are. But uh, that's all of that is there. Um, and on that about page at the bottom, you'll see a lot of resources, videos that explain a lot more of what I've been talking about here. Let's dive into what uh, Richard Rod talks here about the second eon, the flower and the fall. And I'm going to just go ahead and go and, and say what he's talking about. And then we're going to dissect that, bring in, separate the different elements and, and say, well, this makes, doesn't make sense with this. He's talking about this other stuff. And again, this is just my own research that I'm putting together. Have your own contemplation of this. Do your own research. Find your own sources. Make your own mind. This is what we are. We're individuals. And the only way we're going back to God, it's not through synarchy. It's not through communism. It's not through fucking community. It is not. It is through turning that inward within. Find yourself Find who you are and on from that place you allow, you become a funnel for the, for the divine light of creation. And then now community can happen. But not, not from the personality, not from the thinking mind. It's organic. It, it happened. It's not even community. I would call it um, the anahata, right? The frequency vibration that happens in a community of individuals. Because now we're individuals, we're connected, we're plugged, we're sovereign. We're not out there to get stuff or, or to need stuff. We are the givers and receivers because there's a natural flow happening through us. We are a conduit. And that's organic and that works. And those communities make the extraordinary, make great families. 
this is the family of humanity. And this is also part of what uh, Richard is talking about, this great change. But it doesn't happen by making it happen. It happens by turning inward and finding that key within yourself. So the second, the second eon, the flowering and the fall, the, the third root race. And again, I've always talked about this, what he's talking about, root race. What the fuck does that it means? It has absolutely nothing to do with rates in the const in the context that he's talking about it here. Uh, there is, there are races, and there are levels of evolution throughout history, uh, where there was uh, a certain kind of um, civilizations, right, that that have existed here, and we we're also going to be talking about that because he's bringing it here with this 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 uh, sentence, right. But he's not in relationship to what he's talking about. He says that the third root race is known as the Lemurian. That is not true. The Lemurian are they're a completely different thing. Um, but they were a race, right? But it is not in relationship to what he's talking about here. And he says that this represents the birth of animate life as it emerged from the waters and populated the earth. This was the Eden phase in which divine essence manifested its superabundance as all the kingdoms of nature. The Lemurian consciousness of our planet was and still remains a single unified being existing on the buddhic plane. And now he's bringing the buddhic plane here. It's all over the place, this. So uh, known as the plane of ecstasy. There's not just one, there's several. This is also the plane of many of the Devic realms. The manifestations of consciousness inherent in all living forms. It was during their Lemurian phase that the first human beings were conceived and born. And that is wrong. The first human beings were not conceived through the Lemurian phase. Let's just start from the beginning, okay? The Lemurians were an extraterrestrial race to start with that, okay? Now, that's, that's one thing. Let's put that here on the side. Now, let's address what he's talking about, the birth of animate life as it emerged from the waters and populated the earth. This was the Eden phase. Eden, it's an actually an Anunnaki word called Edun. And these were biospheres where scientists were making genetic um, combinations of DNA they brought from other star systems and other galaxies in order to blend it to with the natural fauna that was growing and, and, and flora that was growing here. These were um, um, scientific research labs. Idun, that's what they're called. You look at the, uh, what's called um, chariots of the gods, Sacharia Sitchin. And he's talking about, he's looking into the Sumerian tablets, right? When he's talking about that stuff. And you can find this stuff in all over the planet, right? Um, different uh, kind of tales, because a lot of it is, is folklore. Uh, but it's, it's carried through ancient tribes, uh, you know, orally. So by the time you get it, who knows? It's like the, the telephone game. Somebody changed something and added, you know, it's your mama. <laughs> so it's part of the part of the story, right? But um, look at all of this stuff, right? And, and so these, these were, and it, it wasn't just on the Lemurian phase. When we were talking about the Hyperborean phase, we're talking about, we're talking about civilizations that had evolved way, way, way more ahead than when we are right now in order that they can develop and manipulate genetic um, matter. So when we're talking about the creation of, Biogenetic machines that can house God, that happened way, way, way before planet Earth. Probably even before planet Earth was even made, like it became an actual planet. Like billions and billions of years. There was there's a period uh, after the Big Bang when there's um there was a lot of there was the temperature was perfect throughout the entire of what was available that was expanding, and there was a lot of water in space. I don't remember what this period is, but it's very close to the Big Bang. And that's probably when that actually happened, the beginning organic evolution. And we're talking about, and we talked about that yesterday, the light of creation, all of us, you know, making time as we involve from, uh, from the void, right? From that moment that God contemplated itself or, you know, the God that created this multiverse, if you want to call it us, because we are the same thing, right? 
but we are all these different points of perspective, expanding time. We come here to physicality. What are we going to do? We start creating things because we are creators, you know. We are made in the image of God, right? So unconsciousness, we start designing these plants and animals and mineral life. All of these combinations because we're playing. This, imagine that the, the subatomic structure are Legos and we're putting it together. Right before we even had bodies, we're talking about that space, and I should know this stuff. Um, I'm gonna, maybe tomorrow I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna go check it out because there's a there's a time right after the Big Bang, a few billion years or maybe a billion years, that it was incredibly warm and perfectly for like for a billion years or something, for life to flourish, and that's when it happened. And Earth wasn't even made yet, right? So, <laughs> so at that point, we start creating, and guess what? Everything in the universe is imbued with spirit. The rocks, the, 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 the stars, the, the, everything is built of God. And its physical manifestation, it has that, you know, static, or you, because now it's existing in time, right? We have a sun and a star and planets, and we have you know, minerals and gold and metals, and we have plants. But everything is filled with spirit. Everything is filled with this an animate life. I mean, why would we have tectonic plates movements, you know? Well, it's because there's an explosion in the center of the planet and magma comes out and moves the rocks, you know? So there is movement. Oh, but it's because of explosions, you know? But where did the explosions come from? Who made those explosions? It's, it's like looking at the wind, right? The wind is not air. Oh, it's because of the pressures of, you know, heat and cold of, you know, the areas of the sky. And as they com combine, they move this air around. What is moving everything? It is God. It is spirit embodied in everything. And so that happened a very long time ago. So that has nothing to do with what happened here on Earth. So let's just put those two and two together. That is not the root race or Lemuria, the embodiment of animate of spirit into matter happened way, way long ago, right? And then, you know, throughout those 13.8 billion years, spreading throughout the entire multiverse, there's where civilizations rose and fell the same way that we've looked in the last 10,000 years, but multiply that for, you know, 13.8 billion years, all throughout the universe. Civilizations, civilizations that got spacefaring, that became war, star wars, right? When we look at kind of our mythology, right? A long, 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 long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far away. Where did he got that? Star Wars, right? Because that stuff's been happening forever. Because we're all dealing with these basic building blocks of reality, these attitudes, these misunderstandings of reality, this fear that because we've, we are kind of separated here inside of these bodies, we think we're separated, but we're not. And so we've been dealing with this stuff. And imagine all infinite possible shapes and forms that we created in all of these star systems. People, bird people, dog people, octopus people, elephant people, dolphin people, people that live in water, people that fly, people live in other, and they breathe hydrogen and oxygen, people that breathe ammonia, people that are, who knows, maybe even made out of rock, people made out of silicone. I mean, it's all over the place. And so here we are, and all you have to do is look at all the variety of, of, of life forms that we have here. We have birds and lizards and we have fish and we have, you know, mammals and we have, uh, you know, uh, 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 creatures that put eggs, right? All different kinds of, I don't know how many species of, of creatures we have here. For every single one of those, imagine there's a civilization out there that have become, you know, have, you know, they're no longer walking in four legs and now they're flying spaceships. Like the cat people, or dog people, or wolf people, or you know, elephant people, you know, rhinoceros people, you know, <laughs> what's it called, um, giraffe people, right? All over, and and more that are not even like the ones we have here. It's an infinite, all throughout 
the multiverse. So now we're coming here at the end of the cooling off, the expanding of these galaxies. 13.8 billion years later, well, not, you know, the Earth has been here for 4 billion years, something like that. And so um, it's, it's life expanding because he has the breath of God, the breath. We created all of these processes, you know, to happen, these black holes. And who knows what happens when you go through a black hole into another universe or a white hole. And we have this what we call this black matter and, and dark dark energy. What is that? You know, 80% of the universe is that. These are the other planes of existence, right? Five frequency vibrations of matter vibrating at a higher frequency. So there is matter, but it's a different kind of matter. And now we're talking, now we're talking about a completely different thing going on here. But then we come here to this planet and who's coming here? Extraterrestrial civilizations. There's already life growing here because it's, you know, and this is also part that we don't even know because maybe how is it that the earth is in the perfect place for life to grow? You know, there's there's also legends about having this a giant a planet, which makes absolute sense because where did that this asteroid belt came from? You know, and it was, you know, and Mars being being its moon, right? And, and all of these Stuff happened long time ago there, wars and more wars. Next thing, they have atomic bombs. They blow the entire fucking planet. Now we have an asteroid belt and Mars. You can see that you can see the, the remnants of this where it could be an explosion and in Mars. It has no water, it has the atmosphere is broken. You know, there's people say there's people in Mars and civilizations there. I don't doubt it. I, I, you know, I don't know. And I'm always open to everything. I'm not necessarily a certain this is it or this is that. But just look at logical, objective, logical observation. And then what we have here, we have this planet. Who's coming to this planet? And not just this planet, but the entire solar system. We have moons in Jupiter. You know, I think Europa is in there and, and Saturn. And, and, and wh why do we have that ring on, around Saturn? That was a moon. Again, there was a war. A war happened here. Not one, probably many. And eventually, where do we end here? Many, many years, maybe civilizations have risen and then fell and completely collapsed. Maybe there were survivors. The story keeps repeating because it's the same thing, right? But now see it at a solar system level. See it at a galactic level. See it as, you know, as a universal level. We got people here, scientists, coming here to, to, to plant life here. But these were not the first that were to embody into into biomachines that happened way long long before we come we got here and this edens this idun and, and you you're gonna see the relationship on the bible to all of this stuff because it's 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 a allegory right and, and mythology but it it makes all sense what happened here creation of life here and there are layers of reality that what we what Richard calls the Devic realms. These are all their planes of existence, right? Everything is interconnected. But when we're talking about Lemuria, we're talking about a specific type of people coming from a certain star system or a certain um, area of this galaxy. Not even any other galaxy. These were black people, um, kind of copper skin, very tall people. These people were seven feet tall, eight, nine feet tall, because back then the atmosphere was very different. So everything grew very different back then. And, um, and they had a whole civilization. They were very connected to nature. They were very incredibly spiritual people, telepathic people. And these were the Lemurians. They came here first, but because they did not have this... Um, need for control that's a different genetic configuration coming from a different place maybe from another galaxy maybe from another place in this galaxy remember big bang expands in other in all directions all these different building blocks of reality of consciousness these different attitudes these different shadows these different misunderstandings of reality or understandings of reality expands in different directions so the civilization that grow here somewhere back in the left, it's very different than the civilization that grow here back in the right, right? So they, when they come together, they clash or the one dominates the other one. This is what happened in Atlantis, right? So uh, he says the fourth root rate, the Atlation, 
represents humanity before the fall. This race of human beings, sometimes known as the Adamic race, is little more than a dim memory to modern human beings. We modern humans were separated from our true source by a series of cataclysms, which have become mythically known as the fall. We're going to be talking about that in a second. The truth of this fall has been in turn found their way into our modern cultures and beliefs. The Atlassian root race and its culture and environment were completely obliterated and evolution was literally rebooted and began again in a new and different direction. However, Atlassian consciousness existed and still exists on the causal plane, which is the plane of the archetypes, the quantum language that lies beyond the logical mind. The original Atlassian consciousness, unlike, unlike the modern human, was centered in the solar plexus and did not experience itself as separate from the source of all life, but was the very heart and mind of Gaia herself. He's mixing stuff together here, Atlassians, with Gaia, with the consciousness of the solar plexus. It's a soup. And so let's uh, separate the, 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 the kind of like the latter soup here and try to actually make less sentences out of this stuff. Um... So the, Atl the Atlassians are different, very different people. The Atlassians were the red people, where we call now the Native Americans, right? These were the red people. And before the Atlassians, these were the Martians. And they were, <laughs> and probably before that, they were in Lyra or somewhere, you know, somewhere out there fighting, fighting against each other. Black versus red versus white. Because here, this is where we're going to start seeing this race fucking problem that we have right here it's all the identification with the fucking bio machine the bio machine is white i'm white the bio machine is black i'm black the bio machine is red i'm red i'm native american and i'm proud and i'm black and proud i'm white and proud fuck you all you know that, that's, that's a head trip because we're not the fucking body that is what that is what separates us and it's why because of fear because people are different. They come from another part of, of the exploration of consciousness. They have a different download that they carry with them from wherever they learn that stuff. And for billions of years, it's embedded in the DNA. So they're by machine. They're carrying all of that knowledge, right? But they have no idea where the people that grew on the other side of the galaxy or in a different galaxy, they had a completely different way of doing things. You come together and you say, well, you didn't put the plate in the right place. You know, now we're going to chop your head off. You you called me the wrong name. Fuck you. 100, 200,000 years of war because of some stupidity like that. That's what we've been living for a long time. And we're finally getting to a point where we're thinking, you know, that's kind of useless. Why don't we just, you know, evolve? Thank you very much. So the Atlassians were the ancient... Um, and at this point, we don't even know whether they were the Martians or the ones from Tiamat, but they were at war with each other. And that's what eventually destroyed the planet. Somebody on that on Mars had this incredible technology, probably more powerful than atomic weapons with some sort of laser or something, totally destroy the fucking planet. And then destroy themselves because the, 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 they're, they're a moon of the planet. I mean, imagine the stupidity, same kind of stupidity that people are like, well, we got all these, you know, atomic weapons. We're going to bomb you and then they're going to bomb you and then everybody's going to fucking bomb everybody. That's the end of it. That hasn't happened. It's very interesting. It hasn't happened because we're babies here. We are, we're counting a little baby corral. They don't let that. It's like suddenly the baby picks up a fucking, you know, Rambo knife and starts trying to poke the other baby. And the, the, the caretaker comes and takes it out. Every time these kind of bombs or, you know, um, what's called the s s silos, right? Where they keep these bombs, they try to make of some fucking thing. There, there's, they get deactivated. You know, all this stuff, a lot of people don't know about this stuff, but there's not going to be any atomic war happening here. We already had the taste of what a little bit of bioweapon uh, war is. And so we're not going to have more of that shit, you know, because we've shifted timelines. There are other timelines where that happens, right? But not us, not where we are. So what is this Atlassians? Atlassians. And a lot of people do remember this stuff. Even there's even um, information right now. Um, uh, a lot of that stuff was in the library of Alexandria. A lot of that stuff still in the library under the Vatican. There's a lot of information. We do have an Atlantis. 
And what happened in Atlantis was the same kind of echo of what happened in Mars and Tiamat. Same thing. That they were at, for, at, at war with the people in the moon. And um, at some point, they, they used to have this technology where they, they traveled in light. Um, they figured out how their vehicles traveled on these beams of light. But they were only straight. So at some point, they had to stop and kind of turn around. And so that was the communication. Very advanced technology. Uh, it was all crystal-based. They understood uh, the power of storage of information of crystals through frequency. And so there was that's what their computers, right? People, they, they were advanced. They were very mental. They were very martial because they come from Mars, right? These Atlant Atlantis, Atlantean people, these red people, right? And, uh, and the Lemurians um, were, um, were black people. Copper, copper, more copper people, not 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 totally black, but kind of and and taller and telepathic, and they were in tune with nature, and so it was a very different kind of evolutionary uh, place where from these star systems that they came right. Atlantis was a, a spaceport and a dimensional port. Races from all over the you know the Andromeda galaxy and the and Milky Way they would come and trade genetic material. That was it was a, it was a port, right, and. Um, for thousands of years and then in the last you know hundred you know hundred years something like that the war come to a place because we have this Aryan race comes in and that's what we're going to be uh, going into in our in tomorrow there was uh, there was an internal discussion between um, this Aryan race and the red race the Atlantians and they wanted control and that's what created the whole war. Eventually, they destroyed this um, a cloud of covers. It was like kind of like a um, um, like a, like a greenhouse, where all of the temperature would distribute evenly throughout the entire um, throughout the entire um, um, planet. And they destroyed that, and then the waters, because it was clouds, everything started falling down. The entire thing became the flood, right? Which is these cataclysms were not natural. They were the consequence of people fighting each other. That's right. This is the mythical fall, right? The deluge. And you find this deluge not just in the Bible with Noah and the whole thing, which, by the way, he had a submarine. It was not, a, it was not an ark. Um, they had this incredibly advanced technology. So, uh, but you can find it of Native American um, um, stories all over here, and you can find it in Africa. You can find it all over the place. People found a way to survive in high mountains, going underground, underground. You know, on the, the as you know, the cataclysm changed the terrain, and so uh, people went to the, the higher ground. And a few people and several people survive in this. We are the descendants of the survival of that cataclysm. So the truth, the truth of this fall has been handed down by our indigenous cultures, like what I was saying, through their stories and creation myths, which have in turn found their way into our modern cultures and beliefs. The Atlassian root race and its culture and environment were completely obliterated and evolution was literally rebooted and begun again in a new and different direction. And it was not because the genetic material still carries that evolution. The body survives and so we continue. There's a cleanse of a lot of people, a lot of genetic material we lost. And so that genetic material that was survived, this is what we're the descendants of. Um... And began again in a different direction. However, Atlassian consciousness existed and still exists on the causal plane, which is the plane of the archetypes, the quantum language that exists beyond the logical mind. The original Atlassian consciousness, unlike the modern human, was centered in the solar plexus and did, did not experience itself as separate from the source of all life, but was the very heart of mind and mind of Gaia herself. Now he's mixing that stuff with the Atlassians. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. He's talking about planes of existence. And uh, basically he's referring here to the, um, to the fourth plane. And uh, the fifth or fourth plane. <laughs> I don't even know because this is a mess right here. But it's not that. you know. He's mixing the Atlassians and what happened with that with the evolution of consciousness. It's two different things. The evolution and the involution of consciousness happened billions and billions and billions of years before, right? And, and eventually it reached us here through, you know, 
the descendants of that, which were this, all these space races that kind of basically picked up what was evolving here naturally, which was sort of monkey, and, uh, and, and start messing with it. And that happened even before that. And when we're talking about Hyperbaria, we're talking about Idunes, right, of ancient astronauts. And then we talk about Lemuria, and we're talking about Idunes of ancient astronauts. We're talking about Atlantis, and now these Idunes actually turn into a full-on civilization. And I'm thinking that there was also in Hyperborea or even other civilizations, we don't know to which degree, to which depth, at some point we're, there's um, star records of other civilizations that know all of that history, and I'm looking forward to actually get that download so that to know exactly what happened. Because we got bits and pieces here, but we don't have the full picture. But this is not about Gaia. He's mixing planes of existence with the chakras, with, you know, the evolution of consciousness and the body, with uh, these root races, right? The Atlasians, what the Atlasians did here was um, amazing work. And, and then a lot of that work was destroyed because... They couldn't get along. And we had a different kind of race rising up, which is this Aryan race. And that's what we're going to be um, talking about. We brought in what we got the cool, what we know the, the, as the Kali Yuga. And, and, and this is um, the rise of the white man, right? So this is why we still have all these kind of echoes of racism and the, the dawn of the, the, the white man, because the black man, Liberians, right? And the indigenous, the Atlantis, you know, because now they're paying their debt, because, you know, it all comes in loops and circles, right? You know, you cannot have the full experience until you've been both the tyrant and the victim. You need to be... You know, to be on both sides and get to fuck me. Why do I play that game? Because of the, the experience, right? You had that full experience. And we've had that. And Native Americans now are on the other side of that. Now they're the oppressed, right? But they were the oppressors of the Lemurians back in Atlantia and Lemuria. And before that, who knows what happened in, in, in you know, Mars and Tiamat because we don't even have those records, right? But now they're learning and they're growing and their biomachine are recording that genetic knowledge, right? And so as they come out of this lumber that they've been through in the... And this is relatively not that much. I mean, what, 100, 150 years? They were already at war with each other before the settlers and the conquistadors showed up here in the United States. Or the Americas, as they call it back then, right? They were already at war with each other. They were attracting magnetically that war coming to them. And because they were unable to unite among the tribes, they were weak. And that's why they lost the war. At the very core, fucking arrogance. And that's what we all have. At its very foundation, right? I got it. I got it all figured out by myself. Fuck everybody. I'm going to fuck you up with your fucking God or your fucking, you know, beliefs. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And what does that create? Devastation and war. And that's what we've been having for a long time. So we're going to be diving. We've reached the end of the episode today. But tomorrow we're going to be diving into this Aryan race, right? What happened? And it's something that happened in, in Atlantis. A lot of people, a lot of people have these memories that can connect and download this metaphysical information. They remember bits and pieces of this. You know, people that were priests in there, scientists in there, or even, you know, military people. They remember what happened. Different from different places, right? So we get a different chunk of the puzzle and, and everybody's got a different way of saying, well, it happened like this and it happened like that. So you got to put the pieces together. This is, this is what archaeology is, or, or in this case would be, you know, um, there's a name for it. It's a sociological archaeology or astro, or, I don't know. But there's, there's well, when once we got into geo-archaeology or astro-archaeology, where we come from and who are these Anunnaki people and all that stuff. That's even before that. But anyway, that's a story for another day. We've reached the end of the episode today. Um, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, you'll see five links. One of them says Pioneers. These are uh, episode, kind of like a subset of the podcast called the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are our guests that we have on the podcast. We have um, um, the all walks of life. People that have gone through the darkness of, you know, the deepest, lowest part of their life. 
They've gained a wisdom, something out of that experience. And now they've come the other side and they have realized that they want to be of service. And now they are of service towards others. And they're, they're sharing with us their journey, their story. And it's also both on video and audio. On You can find them on the Pioneers right there on Jorn.tv. If you want support with your work, with what you're doing with your jinkies, click on the support button, bottom right corner of Jorn.tv. We have a Telegram chat room. Any questions, any one thing you want to share about that, that's what that community is for. And so you can join our community uh, um, in, in Telegram, Telegram chat room. If you want to contact us, that's the way to do it. Um, we have three news channels. Um, uh, we have X, formerly Twitter. We have Truth Social and a Telegram news channel. And we are always looking to put the most objective, logical type of basic, you know, basic physical information of what's going on. On a daily basis, you know, how it's the developing of all these little movement, movements of power here and there so that we move through this transition into the other side and, and we, you know, awaken in a different reality that is real, not this fake world we have. So all of that information is there, the news, the news channel. Uh, we have a Rumble channel. This is where you can find all the videos of our pioneers of the Great Awakening. And that's just our video channel. And we have coaching programs. If you want one-on-one -on -one help with your work, with what you're doing, with, you know, if you're working, trying to figure out what's going on in the world, all that stuff, how do you integrate it? How do you use this tool to make decisions? We have a one-on-one -on -one call that helps you integrate use of this tool, the hologenetic profile, the gene keys. We call that the activation sequence review. But we do go, if you if you feel attracted to other parts of the hologenetic profile, the, the Venus or the Pearl, you know, we go to all of those areas. We have a 90 days, 12 session, three month program called the Life Design, where we use this tool, the Jinkies, to integrate every aspect of your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose, with your inner drive, organic inner drive that does not need approval for ex external validation in order for you to be who you are. And to find your true authentic self-expression and then organically kind of make a connection with every aspect of your life. And at that point, you're going to rediscover how much energy you're spending in your life. And that's why you're so tired and, and, and things are not working or you're stuck in loops in your relationships or your business or things are not moving forward. And it is because the energy is not properly uh, funneled. And so we, that's what we do with Life Design. You can find that there. We have a specific coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of the soul, who are ready to move through the dark night of the soul. That is a very spiritual, uh, enigmatic, mysterious thing, the dark night of the soul. Uh, it could take you 20, 50 years before you get out of that thing. And there's one thing that will get you through. And it's in the midst of your pain, your suffering, your numbness your uh, nothing, depression, you make the decision to be of service in the midst of your pains and while you're still in your pain. And and we have another, you know, very specific uh, three-month program called uh, the Dark Night of the Soul. Then. And we help people move through the Dark Night of the Soul, but you have to have the courage to make that decision. And we help people move through the Dark Night of the Soul. And we have a very specific coaching program for coaches. If you're a coach, any type of coach, business coach, life coach, spiritual coach, um, it is for attracting a very specific kind of client that it's in alignment with your energy. Your tribe, your people that can't wait to work with you because of the specific way that you deliver your message that is authentic, that it comes from. It has weight. It has presence. And we're using uh, the podcast. How I've done all of these with this podcast, all of that we trained you, not only on the spiritual side, but also on the technical and the marketing side. And it's called the Client Generator. And all of those links are there at the bottom right corner of, when you click on the support button on Jorn.tv. You can learn all about that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.